If you're hustling in the trenches to build a business or bootstrapping one of your own, let's talk about an AI-powered tool that can lighten up your workload. HubSpot's Campaign Assistant is a game changer for creating marketing campaigns at scale. It quickly turns your key selling points into a cohesive pitch, which helps you deliver knockout emails, ads, and landing pages in minutes. Just choose your content type, input a few key points, pick a tone like friendly or witty, and let the AI robots handle the rest. You can copy and paste the content to whatever channel you'd like, or even convert it directly into publishable campaigns without leaving your HubSpot interface. So let Campaign Assistant take care of the campaigns so you can get back to growing your business. Work smarter, not harder at HubSpot.com slash campaign dash assistant. You're listening to Side Hustle Pro, the podcast that teaches you to build and grow your side hustle from passion project to profitable business. And I'm your host, Nikayla matthews Akome. So let's get started. Hey friends, hey, welcome, welcome back to the show. It's Nikayla here, and today I am back with an update episode with Sharice Jones. She is the CEO of Sassy Jones, the colorful fashion and beauty brand that changes women's lives and confidence through style. Now, Sharice was in the guest chair back in 2021, episode 166. We will link to that. Definitely go check it out. And she has shared how she has grown Sassy Jones. So just a few fun, hard-hitting facts about Sassy Jones and Sharice. Under her leadership and vision, the brand has stunned the business and fashion worlds, having reached the 24th spot on the Inc. 5000 list and been named by Forbes as one of the top 25 small businesses that thrived during the pandemic. Sharice has also been recognized as the 2021 Ernst & Young Entrepreneur of the Year, as a Tory Burch Foundation Fellow, and as a winner of HSN's The Big Five. Most recently, the Today Show covered her story on scaling the brand over 12,000% in just three years with zero investors while raising twin boys. Sharice had so much wisdom to share and I loved our conversation. So let's get right into it. Well, Sharice, welcome, welcome back to the guest chair. I'm so happy to have you and thank you for making the time. Absolutely, Nikayla. So delighted to be here and to catch up with you. I'm excited. Likewise, it's been a while. And by the way, guys, be sure to check us out on YouTube because Sharice just looks stunning as always. Aww. And you just, you got to see us in action. Okay, so let's let's um catch everyone up. So if you don't know, I'll link to Sharice's original episode, but Sharice, as you know, is the CEO of Sassy Jones. So I noticed you describe Sassy Jones as the colorful fashion and beauty brand that changes women's lives and confidence through style. I think that is so unique that you say that. You don't say accessories. You don't say lifestyle products. You no. talk about the impact. Why is that? Impact has always been the my why. Nikayla, like even when yeah. I think about before entrepreneurship, when it was a side hustle for me, like, and when I was working my corporate gig and I would do these interviews on all these different jobs, just trying to find who I am and what I'm going to do in the world. And so yeah. they would always ask me like, you know, why do you want this job or what do you want to do? And my answer was always, I want to make a difference. So for me, it's always been about impact. So fast forward mm -hmm. to starting a brand, it's like, 
I would much rather leave a legacy of changing lives versus a legacy of, you know, revenue or a legacy of, um, you know, how many employees I had or, or any of that silly stuff that does not matter on your deathbed. None of it does. Right. But it's the, the lives that you change and the stories that people can share about the impact that you've had on them along the way. So for me, that's the intangible currency. That's the KPI that you can't count. You know. Yes. And when we spoke, you were primarily online. So now you have a physical store. Talk to us about that. How did it come to be and where is it? So it's in Short Pump Town Center, which is uh, in Richmond, Virginia. It's about 20 minutes from our warehouse. And so we're exclusively e-com, but this place is kind of like a very fancy warehouse, right? And so because our products have always sat in a warehouse because we ship for a living. But I came across the opportunity for retail and I'm like, you know what? Our customers need what I call a sanctuary. You know, Mm -hmm. our thriving community just needs a place to be able to experience the fields, to see it, to touch it, smell it, you know, and then try to dream or realize what you think it looks like online, what it actually is in person. And so the retail physical part of our brand actually humanizes the digital experience, you know, because you can't replace the human connection at all, you know? And so that's what the retail is for us. Um, I also find that they tend to spend more in the store. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then they do online because e-com is so competitive. You know, because you're gutting for what I call digital real estate. So people Mm -hmm. are just like scrolling on the phone and you just have to be able to stop them somehow. You know what I mean? In this busy, busy world. So that's a huge undertaking. But with the retail store, um, it's more of a tangible experience. So that's why we went for it. And we want more, 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 more. You're so right about that. Because when you go to a store, I mean, who has ever walked into Zara and left with the one thing they went for, right? Girl, who has please. ever w- walked into <laughs> Sassy Jones? <laughs> it just, it's, as soon as you see that thing, right? That's why the stores have the stuff at the checkout. And <laughs> we always hear the bad parts about physical, right? Like overhead and all this other stuff, but you just brought in that element that I forgot about. Now, is overhead a pain? Are there some pains that come along with having a physical store? Yeah, sure, Nikayla. But here's the thing. The way that we do e-com, it is way more expensive to run an e-commerce business. Really? (laughs) Educate me. Educate me. Why is that? It's the biggest myth in the world because, okay, Mm -hmm. all right, to take us personally, 40 okay. full-time employees just for mm-hmm. e-com. There's a mm-hmm. warehouse, there's client experience, there's marketing, all these things we do in-house. We don't farm out any of this stuff, right? And okay. so there's the design floor. And so there's the staffing, there's the payroll, right? Just mm-hmm. to run a website. Then the upkeep. A website is a 24-hour a day business, right? Mm-hmm. If something crashes, if something goes wrong, then things get crazy. Also, we launch our product and we design pretty close to fast fashion. We're launching two new arrivals per week. That is a lot of work, right? That's a lot of design work. That's a lot of product iteration. That's a lot Mm -hmm. of writing product descriptions. That's a lot of copy. That's a lot of email. That's a lot. You know what I mean? So that's a lot of text messages, right? So the volume, there's just more to do. There's more widgets um, digitally, right? And then because it's so competitive to do business digitally, you have paid ads, right? 
Mm, that's, right. that's a way more, you know, and so there's that. Oh, and then the rent for the warehouses, right? And so we have two warehouses. You have to mm-hmm. pay for a place for your people to come to work and, you know, for the products to be housed. Now, okay, you have a little store, a little tiny store, you know, <laughs> which really doesn't cost us anything additional because we already have the products in-house. You know, so we uh-huh. just hang them up on pretty white hangers and have the decor, okay. you know, spectacular. Um, but we're just paying rent. And mm. for three employees, yeah. there ain't no money. You know, um, in, in our, you know what I mean? So, right. yeah. And then our e-com customers visit the store so we don't have to advertise the store like we do e-com. Oh, right, right. Okay, so the e-coms that are local and can come mm-hmm. to the store. Got and it. then the ones that are not local, like they fly in to come to the store just oh, for the nice. experience. Yeah, like we have nice. more fly-ins than we do local, uh-huh. you know? Okay. And you don't need many of them a day. You may need four in-store customers a day. And that's it, you know, to do really well. Yeah. And so that's why. And so one of the things you've done really well is scale without investors. Talk to us about how you did that. What was the process? Oh, my gosh. The process is still processing. (laughs) (laughs) It's always in process. It's always in process. So backing up to starting this brand, I sold a car. That would be what you would consider my first level of investment. And so when I wanted to, um, like, kind of go full force in this thing, I didn't have a whole bunch of money to do it, but I was like, I had this car that was paid off. So mm-hmm. I just sold it. And then that's how I got money to buy a product and also do my first marketing of it, which was a trade show. And so okay. did that fast forward, just continued to, Oh, my second round of investment was when I saved all my money from my maternity leave. Right. And so my, I thought that I would go back to work when I was pregnant But I was like, in case I'm not sure, I'm just going to save all of my money and still be working the business on the side. So I would have both nest eggs. And I decided to ditch the job and then just go full force with the brand. So I had that kind of a nest egg, right? Okay. Um, And then I flipped that into a tour. And the tour was when I was in the minivan driving to all these various states doing Ah. these trade shows everywhere, right? And so Mm -hmm. the money that I would make from that, I flipped that into e-com because I couldn't continue to be on the road um, so long. As a new mom, as you can understand, I had twins. You know, that was excessive. And so I just had to pivot the business. And we've been continuing to do that and operating by cash, like, you know, we have a credit card, an American Express, that we pay off at the mm-hmm. end of each month. And we have zero investors. I don't even know how to pitch this brand, you know. <laughs> and so, you know, so by the grace of God and just um, right. and also being very, very niche and very, mm-hmm. very um, sticky, you know, mm-hmm. we've been able to amass a very high repeat customer rate which keeps us, you know, not needing investors. And what do you mean by sticky for those who don't understand? So we have a, I don't like to use the word cult like. I despise when I hear that. (laughs) But we have a very, um, I like to say sticky. It means that we are unmissable, right? When you encounter one of our products, it's memorable. If you see a woman in Sassy Jones, you tend to not forget her or your head might turn. You know, and so... It's that kind of um, that kind of experience that we yeah. sell. And when the customer gets a piece of it, she mm-hmm. wants more. 
and more and more. And then she becomes a collector, right? Uh, um, and it works well because we release so frequently, you know, new mm-hmm. arrivals. And we serve her in a, as many areas as we can in her life, you know, from beauty to home decor now, to clothing, okay. to accessories, handbags. So um, we are her one-stop shop and she trusts our quality and our aesthetic. So that's what I mean by sticky. And the brand loyalty is amazing when it comes to Sassy Jones. When we spoke last, you talked about the weekly live parties you would have on Facebook, I believe it was. Do you still do that? And if not, then what have you transitioned into doing? Okay, so that is the equivalent of my talk show. That's the equivalent Ah, of... (laughs) So, yeah, so it's called Sparkle Party. And Uh um, now we're doing it twice a week. So we're definitely still doing it so much so that we're doing it way more frequently. Because all it is, it's our um, way of playing like QVC or HSN, you know? And so we are just sharing the new arrivals via live stream in Mm -hmm. a very fun way. And so, yeah. Uh, yeah, still doing it and still loving it and still having tons of fun with it, you know, and our customers look forward to that. That's kind of like their yes. gathering spot, too, mm-hmm. you know, so it's as important to them. And so and they get to yeah. see the new items there, too. So it's kind of like they they're looking forward to that. Yeah, I love that. You know, so many people you make it look so easy. So many people try to replicate that. <laughs> Like, and we're like, oh no, this is, this is a lot of work. (laughs) This is is hard. You look so seamless, so relaxed. You're, you know, it's like you're built for this. So (laughs) how do you maintain the steam, the stamina to, to keep on doing that? I know how to rest. Okay. I was, it was so crazy. You asked me that question because I was talking to my mom this morning and she was like, you know, the difference with you, the reason that you can keep doing what you're doing is because you know how to take a beat and just sit down. Mm-hmm. And Michaela, when I rest, I rest hard. I'm talking about like not getting dressed. I ain't washing my tail. Yeah. Like, I, like I'm just, it's trifling. Let the kids <laughs> run around nappy. And it's like, it just, you know, we just, we out. We, I think I might know the, how to rest too. Yeah, I think girl. I might know how to rest too. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> yeah. It's an art of not caring but you still know that everything's going to be okay that kind of rest where you can still physically allow your mind and your body to relax and in conjunction you're not worried about what's coming next or what's around the corner it's just like i'm gonna put a period on today tomorrow's Uh trouble will be enough of their own you know and so for now and that's the only along with my spirituality you know, mm-hmm. um, I believe in God. My faith is very, very strong. I have to talk to Jesus the first thing every mm-hmm. morning when my feet hit the ground and yeah. my meditation practice. And then just my hunger for more endorphins and dopamine. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I like to exercise. And okay. um, that is my energetic recipe. And just keeping a lot of BS out, a lot of nonsense, you know, mm-hmm. no gossip, no low vibrating conversations. And so those are the things that help to keep me going, but it is not easy. I don't want to fool anyone and just, I get that, you know, myself and the brand, we kind of make it look easy, Um, but behind the scenes, there's blood, there's sweat, there's tears, they're staying up until 2 or 3 a.m. Just last Friday, because something broke on the website, and my husband's the president of the company, and um, two of our directors just up on the phone at 1.45 a.m. fixing stuff. 
you know? And so those yeah. are the things that people don't see, but it takes a lot to do this, but we definitely make it look pretty. Oh, yes. You recently were featured by the Today Show on how you've scaled the brand over, it says, 12,000% in just three years. Wait, it's been more than that now. When did you actually launch? We've been in business for 10 years. Oh, okay. That was how aggressive it was. Yeah. Yeah. So like the first two to three years, I was like, kind of like a side hustle, right? I was still Mm -hmm, working. mm -hmm. I got the business license. And then I actually went full force when I had my children. And that's like the opposite of what most would expect. But you went full force after you had the children. Why do you think that was? You know, I think, you know, you're a new mom. And it's amazing how the kids have a way of motivating you and just like Mm -hmm. making you feel like you were made for so much more. And I always had a vision of, how I wanted their lifestyle to be. And like, I always thought about if one of them fell down on a playground and bust their head wide open to the white meat. And like, and I didn't want to have to, like, these are the things that go through my mind. And, you know, and not having to ask, not having to ask the boss to leave. And like yes. go get my kid because they yes. bust their head open to the white meat. You know what I mean? Right, right, so right, we, right. That was my motivation, the lifestyle yes. for us to be able to just wake up one day and look at each other and say, you want to go to Myrtle Beach today for the week? Let's go. Mm-hmm. You know, and so it was just that was the attraction for yeah. when I had them. I think that was a difference maker between it just being me and then mm-hmm. now with the family. Yeah, for sure. I a hundred, a thousand percent agree with you and have felt that since becoming a mom. Before it was just like, oh, I don't want to ask my boss for vacation. I want to go. But since becoming a mom, it's like, wait, I don't think this country is really built for people to be able to work and be there for their kids in the way that I need to be there for my child and now children. Um, Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, I will do whatever it takes, you know, to make sure that I continue to thrive in business because like the type of involvement I want to have and the type of responsibility that I now have, I have a different motivation. You're so right about that. Mm -hmm. We can't be playing around. And we've had experiences where people make you feel bad for needing to go take care of your kid. And it's like, I know. <laughs> oh, you're so right. Okay. Yeah. Fat, fun story. All mm-hmm. right. So um, there's this organization that I'm a part of that is an amazing organization, right? Okay. Um, it's called YPO and it's for the top 1% of CEOs. I think the minimum entry is now 15 million in revenue, right? And so needless to say, there's not a lot of women in this organization, Mm -hmm. specifically not a lot of black people and definitely not a lot of black women. Right. Wow. And so um, they have events, host events all around the world internationally. And I was talking to one of the members yesterday and just giving offering some unique perspective. Right. Mm -hmm. Because as a man, they are able to, especially at their earning potential at the earning level, they're able to just drop everything, get on a flight and go and have a beer and have a a drink here and go everywhere. Right. Because nine times out of 10 at their level, there's a wife home or someone in a female body, typically that is managing Mm -hmm. home, whether it's children or home, but as female, you know, and also as female being the CEO, 
that is a very interesting dynamic, especially me working oh, yes. with my husband. Yeah. And yeah. so um, you're right. It takes some work to get them to understand, but our priority is usually our family. And I am right. so proud of that, you know, and yeah, I don't buy, too. you know, to your point, I don't buy anyone trying to make us feel guilty. You know, we raise the world. And so yeah. where would you be without, you know, a strong woman? Exactly. So we're going to transition a little bit now to talk about you originally saw for Sassy Jones. And what do you see now as far as where do you want to build the company to? So this is a lovely question. So right now, it was very different from what I wanted. What I thought okay. Sassy Jones would be was a brand where we sort of had franchises or we had consultants oh. where people could sell the jewelry, you okay. know, but we have morphed. And now it's going to be a very, very strong e-com brand, but we will also have stores all around the globe. And that is my sole focus. We will have wow. these hubs for community style sanctuaries all around the world oh. where you can come and find the unique trinkets, you know, that really defines who you are in your style journey. And so that's what we're going to do. And that's the focal point. I can picture that. That is so beautiful. And I love the word, the phrase style sanctuary. I love that. I can picture that. And I'm very Thank excited you. for what you're building. You know, you are a marketing icon for me. And so I want to get back to the marketing piece a little bit, because again, there are things that you do that not that they're easy, but that when others try to replicate it, you know, we come up against like, why is this so hard? Or why can't I yeah. sustain this level of interaction with my community on a consistent basis. What are some tips that you can offer in addition to resting, but what are some tips that you can offer to build in a regular marketing practice in your business that feels good? I would say the first thing before you get into any strategy is to not judge yourself. Mm. So marketing is a creative process and it's a free flowing yeah. process, just like water. Right. Mm. And so it's super important to not start with the end in mind, which is so backwards from what the world yeah. tells you. It's so, cause they're like right. set the big hairy goal. Exactly. No, and they're quote unquote right. marketers who marketers. tell you to do this end goal in mind. So I love that you're stating that. Okay. Don't let me cut you off now. Hold that thought. No, but that's what it is. And for me, every time I've done that, I've experienced incredibly soul crushing defeat. Right. Yes. And so it's good to have a goal, but you shouldn't hang your whole life's work on it. So much so that when you don't meet it or when something doesn't go as planned, God is in control of all of this. We just own loaned time. You know, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You know, so the first thing is to not judge yourself in your creative okay. process. Just right. whatever it is that you want to do, just let it flow. Right. Whatever that looks like. Yes. Whatever it is. If it's a billboard, yes. whatever your marketing idea is. The next yep. thing that I would say is to plan. Right. Mm -hmm. So what our marketing looks like is a playbook. We have about a okay. 12 tab spreadsheet on Google Sheets and yeah. it pretty much outlies every single piece of copy that is going to be on social media. It outlies every single piece of copy that is going to be on a text message with a text message. Okay. Assets are going to look like um, how we're turning the website over for the week, what's going to go where on the pages. It's all wow. very intentional. It's super succinct. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. and it is very well planned out. So I would say at first, when you don't judge yourself, okay, just let yourself do whatever you need to do. But then when you get into a place of deciding, you get into planning, right? And so um, after planning, I would say it has to be relentless execution, relentless to the point where you're doing it for discipline, not for Mm -hmm. results, right? Mm -hmm. You're just getting in a groove of showing up however many times, if you're posting four or five times a day, twice a day, once a day, whatever it is, doing that and not looking for no claps, no praises, no revenue, no dollars. You're doing it for the discipline muscle. Your ROI Mm -hmm. in that is growing this discipline muscle so that you can check the box that you showed up for today. And I promise you the money will rain down. I promise you. Right. And so that would be the next thing, just continually showing up. When I was doing Sparkle Party, and I've been doing this, what, for six years now? You don't think I get tired, Michaela? Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, at now, we back then it was just jewelry. Now we have clothes. I'm literally changing clothes, like, sometimes eight different times within 30 yeah. minutes on live stream. Wow. In, <laughs> in front of people while still talking and holding the audience. Attention, that, yeah. That's some fancy footwork. Mentally, mm-hmm. physically, stamina-wise, all of it, right? So my point is, it's super normal to get tired, you know? Yeah. And it's super normal to feel like you want to throw in a towel and give up. All of that is super, yeah. super normal. But you also have to keep into perspective, like, what you're doing and what you're after is so abnormal. Mm. So you can't execute normally anyway, Right. Right. You after some Goliath, you after some skyscraper, like yeah. stratosphere level stuff. So you talking about, <laughs> you talking about, oh, it ain't work after three months and I'm, I'm giving up because it don't work. Girl, stop. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know, it's so perspective. perspective is so important. It's just like, even in our fatigue and in our, whatever we're dealing with, it's just like, yeah. just take a step back and understand and give yourself praise for what you are accomplishing, what you are actually doing. And it yes. may not have materialized in the way that you want it to yet, but you, I can guarantee you're changing lives, right? right. You're adding joy and you are, you're being faithful to yourself and to your dreams. Mm-hmm. Because for me, if it's like, if I fail, I'm living all the life out of my body or straight out mm-hmm. of my body. Right. And so it's like, I just want to know that I gave it my all. So execution is so important. That's the most important yes. part of the marketing tactics. That was a word. That was a sermon. That was everything I needed personally, mm. because there are moments when Although I know this and I, well, not know this, like everything you just said, but although I know about the discipline muscle, because it obviously got me here. There are times when you, once you've, you know, gotten a certain place where it's not as easy to do something without looking at the numbers because you get to a place where that's what you look at, you know? And you have to get back into that creative space. And then there are times that I get into that creative space, but I still because these apps have also trained us to do this, I'm still like checking. And I hate that because that interrupts the creative free flowing process that got me here to begin with. Yep. It's so true. Oh my gosh. And how we are conditioned to believe that that is our validity. Yes. What? 
(laughs) You know, but it's, 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 it's crazy, but that is how we are, how we're trained now, you know? And if at all possible, like me and Akela, I have to have my phone. I have to put time restrictions on my apps. Like I have to catch myself in the second. It is a millisecond by millisecond process Mm -hmm. to be like, nope, okay, this is not your worth. It's fun to check the stats on Instagram and, you know, and check the revenue and it's making sure that you're on track. But me personally, I've developed a practice where I don't check revenue until when I was really good at this, like last year at my peak. I wouldn't check them until the end of the day or the end of the week, okay. right? Okay. But now I'm like, because 2023 was way different, right? So now yeah, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm checking at the end of the day. But okay. my husband, he's like every hour. <laughs> he, w- he wakes up checking the bank account. I'm like, you're a crazy person. You know? Person. <laughs> <laughs> like as soon as he wake up, sit up, he logging in the bank account. I'm like, bruh, you know? But we got nothing else to fall back on. So I'm grateful for that, you know, (laughs) we don't burn all the boats. You you do the dance, but I know, but I appreciate that again, because that was an important reminder and also confirmation that what I've been thinking about doing, I'm on the right track because yes, there are times that I just want to create and it's not going to make sense to anybody else. They're going to say, well, hey, why is she doing that? Isn't she a podcaster? Doesn't she talk about side hustles? But it's because I have a vision. I don't know where it's going yet, but you know how you receive something on your heart and there's a reason for it, but you don't know what it is. Yeah. I get a lot of that creatively and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. And that's the good thing about it. Like we just got to learn to listen to it, to respect that voice and like execute and just give it life, give it some energy, give it some go. And it's going to be amazing because we always get so caught up in the how. Like, uh-huh. how are we going to get it done? We Then we yeah. want to start strategizing right. and, like, mapping it, it out. To? How are we going to measure this if yeah. this is successful? If we should still spend time on it. Listen, What's wrong with us? <laughs> <What's> wrong? <laughs> oh, my gosh. Listen. <laughs> the Product Boss, hosted by Jacqueline Snyder and Mina kunlo Sisap, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. Take your physical product sales and strategy to the next level to create your dream life with hosts Jacqueline Snyder and Mina kunlo Sitep as they deliver a workshop-style strategy hour of social media and marketing strategies so you can up-level as the boss of your business. So I have an episode for you guys to check out. It's called Save Money by Eliminating Excess Packaging. If you are someone who is getting ready to create a product and you are thinking of doing all this packaging, you need to listen to this episode. Listen to The Product Boss wherever you get your podcasts. You talked about the size of your team. That's also really impressive. Um, But you also say a lot about, you know, keeping it in-house. Do you mean in-house is also with as far as who you hire? Like, what's your approach to growing your team? Yeah. So for us, it has to be a really, really good culture fit. And typically, Mm -hmm. like what we do now is we'll do attempt to hire. So we will bring you in a series of interviews and like in the warehouse, we'll take you on a tour. We'll let you Mm -hmm. do like a demo day just to make Mm -hmm. sure that this is where you want to be, you know, and then we'll get to the 90 day mark and we'll decide if we're right for one another. Right. And that's just before we get too far deep in it. Um, Mm -hmm. I'll also do internships before I offer a position, you know, Mm -hmm. because resumes and interviews are cute. 
They're so adorable. <laughs> this, they're the cutest darn thing in the world. Right. right? The represent- yeah, they're meeting the representatives. So cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the equivalent of someone's like their IG profile in some <laughs> situations. It's like, right, this right. is this is what you want to show. Mm-hmm. But let's see what you are really made of. And so the only way yeah. that I can know is by experiencing your work and collaborating and working with you. And so mm-hmm. for me, that would look like I'll give you a project if you really want it. If you say you have a job, you'll take a day off. You'll come in the office. Yeah. You'll complete the project. I'll watch your working style, you know, and the right person, because now we have so many applicants who are like, well, I'm not going to come and give you my work for free. Da, 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 da. I'm like, but the right spirit, the right person knows mm-hmm. that this is an investment and they're confident yeah. in what they offer will get them what right. they want. Right. right. Instead of worrying about giving something away for free. The world is abundant and unlimited. What are you saying? Yes. <laughs> what are you saying? But, you know, I have seen that mentality too. And like, I get where it comes from, but if you're starting some relationship with all this animosity, like if we can't trust each other in the interview process, we don't, we're not meant to work together. <laughs> if there's all this, like you about to steal my, no, no, let's just go our separate ways. Cause there you go. if you go, there if you, you go. like this about that, but yeah, people have trust issues. People have trust yeah. issues for sure. You can definitely just by that, that interaction, mm-hmm. You can tell how it's going to end up turning out. Yeah, you know? exactly. <laughs> because you know how it's going to end up turning out. You do, because there is not just the professional aspect of it. You yeah. have to make sure that the whoever you're working with is emotionally well. Yes. Right? Yes. It's also yes. that. You have to have an emotionally mm-hmm. healthy person that you're working with. Otherwise, there could be control issues or Mm -hmm. ego issues or um, narcissistic tendencies or, you know, like all of these. So in this whole examination of like the internship Mm -hmm. that we're talking about, I'm watching Mm -hmm. all of that. I'm watching how you receive because how you receive is equally important as to how you give, right? right? How you execute that project. You know, Mm -hmm. so all of that matters in our hiring process. And we find that the ones that stay around the longest are usually self-starters. You know, they're usually entrepreneurial to a point where they want the covering, but they still Mm want to do their own thing. You Mm -hmm. know, and a lot of our people, they like the covering of not having to foot the bill. Right. <laughs> right. But we allow them the freedom to creatively express and to pitch okay. ideas and to without having to worry about how they going to pay their mortgage. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. those are the kinds of fits that typically work best for us. And they don't have to be experienced. They just have mm-hmm. to be they have to have a certain spirit where they're mm-hmm. willing, you know, where they're a yeah. self-starter, very independent. Just like, for example, someone that works at Wendy's, who is an amazing burger flipper, nine times a mm-hmm. who smiles at the drive-thru window, would make an amazing chipper. Mm. Even though they're not so experienced. It's because of their what I call the piece work rate, right? Okay. And so if you can flip and flip and flip and serve and serve and serve and work in that hot kitchen with a smile on your face, you can for sure come here in this good AC and pack mm-hmm. some boxes while we listen to trap music all day. <laughs> you know and so yep. there's some transferable skills um yeah. especially in the operations part of our business that just work well you don't have to be experienced you know you just have yeah. to have a good spirit
That's really helpful. I mean, not everyone. I know some of us, we sometimes you just want to get someone, right? And it's not like you're rushing, but Mm -hmm. maybe not everyone has the leverage right now where they can have an internship first. Or if someone's like, hey, either you hire, like I'm not, you know, wanting this test period. Sometimes mm-hmm. you have to grow into that until your company yeah. becomes that. But still, you can have a 90-day, everyone can have a 90-day window and put that in your employment agreement that hey, if it's not working out, we'll just have to go our separate ways. Because after that interview, you're still learning the person and you're still showing and proving when you're the employee. Yeah. And then also just think about you as the employer. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you're not who you're going to ultimately end up being either. Mm-hmm. You know, and so you work just as much as you're uh, using it for, you know, judging the other person yeah. or, you know, judging us too and our leadership skills and our yes. training ability and all of that, yes. you know, and it's like, we're going to grow. And that really brings humility to the entire situation. Like yeah. we're going to grow together. I yes. am today, not the leader or CEO, or whoever that I will be in five years. And you're not yeah. the person you're going to be in five years. So let's grow right. together. Yes. And some of our biggest and brightest players came in the door with zero experience. Nikayla, we for real for a whole bunch of nobodies. Like <laughs> a, none of us graduate college, you know, like my husband is not experienced in what he's doing. I am certainly, I'm a self-taught designer. I just have mm-hmm. billion dollar ideas and I have a uh, work ethic that, you know, that is crazy. My best friend is our marketing director. She has zero experience in what she's doing today. Zero. She has a whole team, you know, you got to give people a chance to, and as long as they have the right attitude, the right, that we talk about the spirit, just the right, like they want to learn. That's all I need. Cause you can't teach. You can't buy loyalty. You can't buy that. Oh no, no. Yeah. Oh, I love that you stated that. And that just brings me also to this idea that you need all this to start your business or you need, oh, let me go back and get this certification and let me go back and, you know, go to school for X, Y, Z. And there's nothing wrong with school. You know, I'm a schooled out person, but (laughs) at some point you got to do. And don't you dare try to go back for another certification before you do. (laughs) Okay. I'm talking to you who's listening. Don't you dare before you try and do a little bit. Before we jump into the lightning round, I'd love to know how you manage the dynamic of working with family. So husband, you mentioned your best friend. How do you manage that dynamic? You have to stay in your own lane. And listen, also I just have a very built-in understanding that it can get messy. Okay. Uh So, and what I mean by that is working with families, like it all being in one pot. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we understand my husband and I, that we talk sassy Jones a lot everywhere around our kids, date night, dinner table in the kitchen. It comes up. When we first started to work together, I tried to mm. like put barriers on that and uh-huh. like, you know, to really build it out the way that I thought it should look, you yeah. know, like, no, we're home. It's five yeah, o'clock. Yeah. We turn off. <laughs> we turn off, you know, we turn and off. I used to try off. to do that too. Yeah. Girl's a joke, you know, so, <laughs> but I definitely tried it and you yeah. know, that was way more stressful for me. Mm -hmm. trying to keep us in containers, you know, based on norms. And so 
now we just we're like that one big pot of spaghetti like Mm -hmm. when we want to talk about it we just let it out and that in and of itself brings us joy because we're working on something purposeful together that we're proud of and that feeds us it is part of our life's purpose and so we are unique as in where we share that but also it can have the takeover spirit. Heck mm-hmm. yeah. It's some days he like, he wake up first thing in the morning before he says good morning, he's talking about some revenue. Like he, he talking about something. I'm like, can I brush my teeth first? Yes. You know? Yes. And so, and you just have to stand up for yourself and just have your boundaries as necessary, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but I don't judge him for it because I do the same thing on a many a day, you know? Yeah. And so I call it a blessing to be able to be there for one another in that way, you know, as as Uh far as family is related. And then my best friend, it's really unique because I'm her boss. That is a very unique dynamic. You know, um, she's a very special person where she doesn't take anything to heart. You Mm -hmm. know, like all the feedback that I give her is pretty succinct. And within Sassy Jones, I'm probably harder on her than I am any other employee. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So there's not any nepotism or, you know, favoritism or any of that. So, but it's unique. My advice is to make sure that you stay in your lanes in terms Mm -hmm. of your tasks, the things that you're responsible for. Okay. That would be one big piece of advice. Like I can't be doing her marketing strategy calendar. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. The things that I am assigned to do, I will do the things that she's assigned to do. She will do when she needs to seek me out for advice or whatever. She will do so. My husband is full on finance. Yeah. So what do I look like trying to step into a whole CFO role, you know, and pulling reports and talking money and it's and 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 it. Right. And so I'm amazing at making money. Mm -hmm. I will never be broke, but I can't keep it. So probably I would be broke if I get you. Know? <laughs> you had you me know, on the first like, two lines. I was like, well, I like that. I am amazing at making money. I, well, wait, what did you say? It's like, I will re- rewind this and put that on my wall. I like that. I like that. Not that part about not keeping it though. <laughs> but it's true. Like, you know, it's, it's the truth. I am not amazing at managing money. You know, like mm-hmm. I can manage, I can keep it, but he knows how to proliferate it. You know yes, what I mean? And, is key. and that is a, that's a gift. You know, yes. he's held us together in very tough times. Yes. That I would and recognizing like, strengths, you know, mm-hmm. it sounds to me like recognizing strengths is also key. Like not only are we staying in our lane, but mm-hmm. we're recognizing that this is a strength and we should, you know, have this person do what is their strength. Yeah. Even outside of their said role. You know what I mean? Like just whatever you're amazing at, these are going to be your responsibilities. And that's that because that brings you joy. So I fully agree with that. All of this was very helpful for me too. And I hope you guys listening find this to be helpful as well, because I too had that issue, like I said, where I too was trying to make sure we weren't talking about business or anything related to what we're doing entrepreneurially after a certain time or we're just having us time. And Mm -hmm. it was harder. It was actually more problematic because then it's like you're policing what someone can talk about. Even if an idea just pops into their head, they're not trying to like talk about work all the time. It's just, it just pops into their head. And like we're partners in life and business. So 
we can freely chat and just us spending time together is still spending time together. So that's an important mind shift too. And I think this year and going into next year, what I really want to focus on and I hope you guys do too, is focusing on what things feel like, not what it looks like. Because yes. society can tell you what is norm, like what is a norm, like you said, or what you should be doing to separate business and love. But if that doesn't feel good, you don't need to focus on doing something because it looks good or because this is what you think it should look like. Do what mm-hmm. feels right and good for you. Girl, you better preach. I love that. <laughs> I mean, that really summarizes, just, yes, what stepping into 2023 and yeah. moving into 2024 needs to feel like. And I think that feel we should be like. led by our yes. feelings because we yes. came out of the era, feelings ain't facts, you know, like don't <laughs> F your feelings. Um, flights, I'm taking feelings flights, are feelings. intuitive though. <laughs> feelings are, they are there for a reason like and they originate from your gut you know and so and your gut our stomachs are more developed than our brain believe it or not Mm. right and so it's like if everything originates from here why am I going to suppress that especially as female it's our guiding life it's our light post and so yeah, I'm letting but that I'm, bi- I'm biased, me. though, because I'm definitely a feeler. You know how they mm-hmm. have the Myers-Briggs thing? Yeah. Like, I'm definitely an F. <laughs> so I am uh, <laughs> totally biased, y'all. But still, I love tapping into the feelings. All right. So we are going to jump into the lightning round. Before we do that, one last note on your business. Um, You have always come out the gate being very profitable, right? What was that experience like for you? Like, it just seems like it was like, you know, quickly to millions and then you just keep doubling, tripling that. Um, (laughs) Has that been like a shock to the system or was it just something that, oh, you manage it with ease? You know, your husband's doing that and it's been easy for you. (laughs) No, I don't know why I keep using easy, right? But what I mean is to me, if, you know, my business is making millions and millions, like I'm like, this is good. I don't see nothing wrong with that. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So what's the experience been like for you? So let me tell you something. You have Mm -hmm. to always stay hungry. Always. Mm -hmm. So yes, we did scale um, relatively quickly to have been in business um, for 10 years and full time for about seven of those 10. Right. So scaled. 2020 COVID was humongous for us. That's when we Mm -hmm. started to see 10,000% growth and like crazy Mm -hmm. things. Right. And the beauty of it is that we were doing the things that we already were doing. We didn't have to change for COVID. We just had a bigger audience because everyone was home. Okay. So we come out of COVID. Right. And you think that that demand is still the same and it is not right. Mm -hmm. It is not the same. And so and I got a little comfortable. You had made the comment like, yeah, I'm, you know, in the millions, you know, you're here. And then, and I'm like, I felt that way too. And I'm like, oh, I've arrived. I made it, you know, mm-hmm. girl, please. You can lose it just as quick as you made it. If you do not yes. stay hungry, if you yes. do not continue to show up, if you mm-hmm. do not, you know, do everything that you did to get here. Yeah. It's erasable. Yeah, it is. Right. And so the important thing for me is to find ways that I can sustain this because Mm -hmm. I am going to be going and 
inventing and creating. That's what I'm going to be doing. But I also know that in doing that, I need to find easier ways, processes, people, you know, to be able to sustain it um, for as long as I want to sustain it. And so, yeah, if that looks like after Sparkle Party one day, I turn on reality TV and just chill out for the rest of the day because I'm exhausted. That's what I'm doing because I've already done my million dollar activity. You know what I mean? And everyone else can do their million dollar activities. So, (laughs) yeah. Yeah. I love it. And (laughs) you just... (laughs) Oh my gosh, I just love you. Like the way you speak and the things you say. Are, do people tell you this? Like, first of all, you also kind of look like Kenya Moore. Has anyone ever told you that? That you kind of oh, look no. like Kenya? Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah, well, no, never heard I was that. seeing the resemblance. So when you said reality TV, <laughs> that it was cracking me up. But um, one mistake I've made in business is thinking that when things get to a good level, that is always going to be that way. And taking for granted that things will shift. Like, oh, these Facebook ads are working great. Oh, wait a second. No, they're not working anymore. <laughs> what, what's happening? <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 And so when it's good, keep doing more of what's good, you know, to a reasonable level. Don't like burn yourself out. But that is one thing that we have to realize that things are going to change. Like no matter how good it is, they're going to change. Yeah. And you just got to be real good with changing. You got to get real good with that because you're so right. Nothing is ever going to stay the same. And as long as you can continue to like thrive in an environment like that, you're going to be Gucci. You're going to be Gucci. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Working on it, working on thriving in, in the changes. But now that I know that it's always going to change, it's a little easier, right? All right. So now let's jump into the lightning round. You know the deal. Just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Are you ready? Okay, let's go. All right. Number one, um, what's a resource these days that is really helping you in your business that you can share with the Side Hustle Pro audience? Not Google. Not Google. Audible. That's the first thing that came to mind. Yeah. What do you use um, that for? So Audible is where I listen to all my books, you know? Mm -hmm. And so from, what is the dude's name? He is who I'm listening to right now. Uh, Adele's boyfriend, Rich Paul. Paul. Oh, Rich Paul. Oh, I have that. I I need to listen to it. Okay. So his book is amazing. That's what I'm listening to right now. And it just really reminds me of the grit, the hustle to like never lose it, you know, like he's from the streets, you know? So it's like things, it reminds me that things could be worse and that like in my head, I'm always a drug dealer. Like it's that (laughs) kind it's that kind of hustle. Oh my God. Yes. Like corner boy hustle. Knowing mm-hmm. that somebody is always coming for your spot, i.e. Yeah. like the popo might right, be right around the corner. Like that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Like, yeah, paper bag boy. <laughs> like, but it's that, <laughs> it's it. that yes. level of hustle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Number two, who is a fellow Black woman entrepreneur who you would want to switch places with for a day and why non-celebrity? Hate to do it to you, but not a celebrity. No, though. I love that. I love that. Okay. Um, I, the first person that popped in my mind is a um, friend. Her name is uh, Tara Darnley. Tara and Darnley. Okay. Yeah. So she owns a, a lock business um, mm. she, for dreadlocks. Okay. And she has always been able to ideate a new business. She also had baby products. 
uh, at one point in time. And so I know now she's shifting her model and shifting her life. And I can't wait to see what she does next, but I'm just, I'm standing by for her rise. We don't talk frequently, um, but I texted her maybe like two weeks ago, but I would like to trade places with her because I've done one thing for a considerable amount of time and she's come up with a few things and executed Mm -hmm. on them and owned Mm -hmm. multiple businesses, you know? Okay. And so I'd like to switch places with her for a day. Oh, Okay. Number three, what is a non-negotiable part of your day these days? Oh, my focus time. So Mm -hmm. the first four hours of my workday, my calendar is blocked off. And so that I don't accept any appointments and know anything, right? And so the reason why is because that's the time for me to get my work done. Mm -hmm. And and then I will accept meetings and things. But it is a non-negotiable as well. Okay. You know, otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, the day will get swept away. Okay. Um, What is a personal trait or habit that has helped you significantly in business? Consistency. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's the answer. Consistency. You definitely display that. Um, And finally, last question, what is your parting advice for fellow women entrepreneurs who want to be their own boss, but are worried about not having a steady paycheck? I would say to... prioritize your own knowing. I say this all the time. Mm. Yeah. So I know the steady paycheck seems not having, it seems very, very scary. I get that. Right. But if you figure it out good enough, it otherwise becomes irrelevant. Mm. You know? So, but by doing that, in order to get to that place, you really have to shut out all the noise yeah. Stop asking people what they think and for their opinion and to run things by them mm-hmm. and really prioritize you for you. Mm. Right. And so, and that looks like clearing out the noise, getting still for me. This happens in the morning during my meditation, asking yes. me what I really want for myself from myself and yeah. giving that to myself. That's it. You know, some days it's just a hug, mm-hmm. you know, Aww. like whatever it is. <laughs> Um, yeah. I make sure that it's me for me and yeah. then everyone else gets to come to the party. So if you use that mantra, if it's scary for you to leave that predictable paycheck, then it can become less scary because when it's you for you, you can't lose. You for you. That's it right there. That's a perfect note to end on. So Sharice, where can people connect with you and Sassy Jones after this episode? So you can find us online at shopsassyjones.com. We're everywhere on social at Shop Sassy Jones. Definitely subscribe to our Sassy Jones TV on YouTube. And you can find me at Sharice N. Jones on Instagram. I look forward to connecting with you. I look forward to everyone listening to this episode. And definitely um, let Sharice know we sent you. All right. And there you have it. Talk to you next week. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Side Hustle Pro. If you like the show, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other side hustlers just like you to find the show. And if you want to hear more from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Side Hustle Pro. Plus, sign up for my six-foot Saturday newsletter at sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter. When you sign up, you will receive weekly nuggets from me, including what I'm up to, personal lessons, and my business tip of the week week. Again, that's sidehustlepro.co slash newsletter to sign up. Talk to you soon.